Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Aprite un po' quegli occhi, uomini incauti e sciocchi, guardate queste femmine, guardate cosa sono, guardate cosa sono. Hi, this is Mildred Tassoni with Welcome to the Neighborhood NY.com. And today we have Jason Marcus. We have a taped uh, segment that we did last night. And live with us we have Christina Colandro. Um, did I pronounce that correctly? Yes, you did. Okay, good. And um, she's with Mary Kay. She lives here on Long Island. I met her at the New Hyde Park Chamber of Commerce dinner. And so after we listened to Jason's segment on um, mortgage and real estate news, then she and I will discuss her business and how it's how it's uh, growing, and what some of the things about her company. So um, Welcome to the Neighborhood NY.com started out um, as a means because everybody has a business hat, and then they also have interests, whether it's Little League or service groups. Um, I am a co-founder of Clickets, which is a knitting, crocheting, and fabric arts group that we do service projects. We've run clothing drives, and um, we the things that we knit, we give to Anna House. And um, so it's a way that we can talk about all those things. So to start off today's show, what we're going to do is play Jason's interview from last night, and then we'll talk a little bit about that, and then we'll move on. Okay, here it goes. Love Talk Radio. Hi, this is Mildred Tassoni, and we have Jason Marcus with us. Um, so, Jason, you want to talk about the state of things this week? Uh, pretty uneventful when it comes down as a whole, Mildred. Uh, interest rates on that side of the fence uh, pretty much stayed somewhat stable. Um, some of the topics that I've been kind of trying to get out to people um, over the last few days has to do mainly with the appraisals, where I feel like we're going to probably start getting into situations where uh, we're going to, a lot of cases, there's going to be tougher um, appraisal issues coming into the forefront, especially with a lot of things that are going to be comped against the short sales and foreclosures. So I'm kind of starting to spread the word to people, just giving them uh, a heads up to really, especially on the realtor end, price these houses um, accordingly based on what the comps are going to be in the market. And, you know, in some cases even challenge the banks. Um, if you have your research and you do your, uh, you know, your due diligence, you kind of get a feel if they're making a mistake or an undervaluing certain things. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, I think that's a really good point because I, I, 
even if a buyer wants to purchase a house and they think the price is close, if it's not going to appraise, it's not going to work. So it's really going to affect buyers and sellers. And a lot of uh, what's going on out there, um, you know, especially with the FHA, FHA is 3.5% down. Um, and when you're putting that little amount down and you're banking on the fact that a house is going to appraise for what it's being sold for, um, you get into a lot of legal issues, people not wanting to purchase the houses. But a lot of it has to do with what's going on in the short sale market, and it's kind of going to be messing with the values. Now, like I've, I may have said it on this show before. If not, um, I'm going to say it now. The rules of the games in the appraisal side of things are changing drastically, and supposedly at the beginning of May, we're going to wind up with this new system of how appraisals wind up getting ordered. And with the way that the appraisers um, are going to now be on master lists with banks and rotated, you're not, as an individual like myself, going to have as much control or even really be able to contact the appraiser. So without being able to contact the appraiser, there's going to be a lot less, um, you know, suggestions on trying to get values in. Not that I partake in that type of practice, but plenty of people do, trying to push appraisers to get higher values on things. They're not going to anymore have the ability to have those conversations with the appraisers. Plus, the appraisers will have a hotline to call in if somebody tries to persuade them one way or another, if a bank tries to go that route. So a lot of new checks and balances, and now appraisers, they, they don't have to feel threatened that they're going to lose a major account by not bringing in an appraisal. They're going to be a little, I believe, more skeptical. And we actually had a case in your office uh, in the last day or so, Mildred, where uh, one of the agents um, has a short sale going on. The bank feels that the house is worth more than what – the offer and the agreement's going to wind up being. So they themselves are sending in an appraisal to see what the value of the house is to make sure that they're not underselling it. So now we're in a situation where we actually are going to do our appraisal. Um, it's a 203K. Now, a 203K is a rehab loan through the FHA. And what happens is that they're going to have an appraisal that's going to assess the value of it now and they assess the value of what it's going to wind up being. So our particular focus is hoping that, strangely enough, that the appraisal comes in a little bit less valued so that way the deal doesn't die. If the bank feels that the house is getting undersold, they're going to retract the deal. So we're almost on kind of have to now, strangely enough, hope that it gets appraised for less or when their appraiser comes in, really crazy situations I'm starting to kind of see out there. Uh, yeah, and I think you're right about the appraisals um, being, they're almost in such flux right now. It's it's hard to, to really do your comps um, because what are you, what are you suggesting, the, the past month, the past two months? I mean, what? you know, to really have a, a good picture of it. Do you have any thoughts on that? The, the funny thing um, in all of this, as this is slowly but surely starting to take place, I'm starting to see just little areas. Like, we're not talking about major overall niche neighborhoods, niche markets. We're just talking about specifics, which I think are just going to, as a whole, start to add up. One of the things that's been going on out there um, is 
there's been a lot of um, attorneys getting into this tax grievance situation where people are grieving their taxes to bring it down. Now, what's happening also is these people to grieve their taxes to prove their point are getting appraisals done on their house. So what's happening is now there's more and more appraisals getting done trying to get prices lower because obviously mm. you pay taxes based off the value of right. your property. So now you got the inverse happening and you're going to probably start to see crossovers. Do I think this is going to be rampant? No, but do I think this is going to be something to kind of keep an eye out for and why I'm suggesting to the listeners out there that listen to us that are dealing in the real estate side of things, it's make sure you do your research and do your comps because it's, I think, going to be a lot of mixed comps out there, and you're going to really have to get your uh, homework done to make sure that these things are getting appraised right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and, and pricing, uh, we have several listings that we're working on, and pricing is, is such a key. We just, um, we've just done some relocation rentals, and um, they were priced right. We did it in a day because we'd done our research online. We had the houses. People came and priced them right. And because they were priced right, it, it worked. And it's the same thing with sales. When you price it right, you sell it. And this is just going to be such an interesting area here, I think, with the appraisals and, and the short sales and everything. So, um could you, if you have just a minute, could you talk about the FHA, um, the rehab um, loans that you were just discussing? Could yeah, you absolutely. A bit on that? Yeah, this is a really strong thing um, to know, uh, probably more important than anything that I ever talked about, and I've been really trying to educate people on this front also. The rehabs, like certain houses, they're not in move-inable condition, meaning we got exposed wires, we have a bath, a bathroom that's not intact, we've got a kitchen that's not intact. Those particular houses, especially on the foreclosed ones and the short sale ones, you have very limited options to be able to get financing against those things. And one of the most popular forms of this type of financing is through the FHA. Now, the FHA is basically a glorified insurance company. They're insuring loans, so it's less risk to a bank. God forbid that type of loan defaults, the government and their insurance sector step in and start making the payments, um, less risk to the bank. So very popular. And you're putting down as little as 3.5%. Now, these 203K loans on these houses that have been, you know, ripped out, and a lot of this has to do with people just stealing when the house gets abandoned, going in and stealing the pipes, if you can actually believe that, right. Mildred. Right. The and, you know, dismantling or taking, like, the fixtures and uh, the, the toilet. It's unbelievable what happens. But the FHA itself has a product where you can do a rehab, where you basically are going to incorporate the costs into the mortgage to fix the house over the course of the next six months. So what the first step you'll wind up doing is you bring in a contractor. He gives you an estimate on the work that you want done, and you can have it catered to the way that you want it. Then what will happen is a HUD official, which is a representative of the FHA, of the government, will come in and do a checks and balances with the contractor and an appraiser. So all three of these guys come together to come up with the value presently, what the value will be after the fact, and making sure that you know the money that they're planning on fixing this with, it's 
in somewhat of an accurate number. There is going to be a reserve account set up within there just in case you overshoot the number, but generally those three guys, if they know what they're doing, they're really close. Mm -hmm. You close the loan like a normal loan would, and then it will wind up starting over a six-month period. The work has to be done, and the work would start to be done by the contractor who would get uh, periodic draws will be set up for him to get paid while this is going on and to be able to do this type of financing. Um, do you, does it, is it only a short sale or foreclosure that that happens with, or is it a house that maybe just wasn't taken care of? Or Any property, Mildred. Any, Any property, property basically up to the point where including the closing, I mean, including your, the closing side of things, um, you can borrow up to 729000 and change. Wow. Yeah, so it's pretty really? awesome. Like, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of, but uh, there is a catch to it. It has to be your primary residence. Right. Okay. Okay. Can it be a two-family? Oh, absolutely. Okay. No, yeah, I so, didn't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's, it really is an amazing – it's seriously an amazing product, and we're starting to do a lot of them. FHA um, on both sides with the 203Ks and regular FHAs, it's been pretty incredible, the, like, how it shifted where this – it, it became a dinosaur. When I first got into the business in 2000, it was out there and people were utilizing. After people started splitting their mortgages up, the FHA was almost to a degree eliminated. But after mm -hmm. this whole debacle and now that they're back and it's almost impossible to get any other sort of financing with less than 10%, mm -hmm. this financing has been phenomenal because 3.5% down, a lot of times you can incorporate all of your closing costs into the mortgage itself. Plus, mm -hmm. you have these types of rehab loans. I'm a huge component of what FHA brings to the table. Mm -hmm. No, I think that's uh, really interesting. I know you had mentioned it and I'd read about it, but I just had someone that we showed a house to that there was wires and the kitchen wasn't finished. And I never, you know, it just didn't dawn on me until you just said that. So um, I think that's something people can take advantage of. It's uh, good to get the information out. Um, anything else that you can think of this week or? Um, I still think that we're going to probably, like I said, interest rates didn't move all that drastically, which is kind of a good sign because I know that the government's going to be due to dump a little bit more money into buying mortgage-backed securities. And if you listen to me in past shows, as you had, Mildred, mm -hmm. obviously uh, you know that any time uh, the government makes a major purchase of mortgage-backed securities, it's generally going to drive interest rates down a little lower. So I'm kind of keeping mm -hmm. my fingers crossed that we might see the all-time low in uh, the next week or so. But next mm -hmm. week you'll, uh, you'll find out if I'm right. Right. We'll see what happens. So, well, thank you very much. We appreciate this. And um, so we will talk to you next week. Very good, Mildred. Thanks. Take care. Thanks, Jane. Okay, so that took care of our real estate segment and um, some very interesting information. Um, so now let's go to um, Christina. And um, can you give us, why don't you just give us, if you would, um, an overview of your company. I know you've got some good press releases. Um, so if you'll just um, jump in and start to tell us um, how you're working in, in the neighborhood. I would love to. <clears throat> Excuse me. First, I'd love to talk about like how I was introduced to Mary Kay. Um, 
just as anybody else would be introduced to Mary Kay. You know, I've been building my business with Mary Kay since uh, 2007, but I also am able to coordinate Mary Kay with a full-time job. I also work for um, the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation as a special event manager, and special events is kind of like coordinating a whole bunch of weddings and, and big events. So needless to say, it does keep me busy, but I do find time for Mary Kay just about every day. Um, but I was introduced to Mary Kay by my recruiter when she came to my office to drop off some samples of some cleansers. It's what we call um, an on-the-go appointment. And I love the product. Loved it even more when people started complimenting me on my face. So um, I decided to become a customer. But the real change happened when I was invited to a unit meeting. We have unit meetings every Wednesday night. All the consultants come together in the same unit, and we talk about weekly business. And I've never seen a more dedicated group of women in my life. Um, I thought, wow, this is definitely the place for me to be. Um, you know, originally I joined Mary Kay for just a little extra money on the side, you know, for shopping sprees and shoes because, you know, we know how women love our shoes. Um, but the more I think about it and the more I realize that I really joined Mary Kay because of the girl time that I get every week, the camaraderie is just outstanding between all the women there. And the personal growth that I get paid to, to to have is just amazing. I'm not the same woman I was a year ago. Um, so that is just definitely, and I like that. Um, just a little bit about the business itself. Um, everybody in Mary Kay starts at the same level. As soon as they sign their agreement, they are a independent contractor with Mary Kay. Uh, it is my own business, and I'm just in a contract with Mary Kay. And we have six avenues of income. Um, the first, as I mentioned, are um, skincare classes and what we call a traveling boutique. Hello? Oh, you're there? Keep going. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, as I was saying, with the six avenues of income, this is really the heart of our business. This is where, you know, we meet our, all, all of our customers. Um, we have skincare classes and traveling boutiques. I earn a 50% commission off of everything that um, I make off of that skincare class. And just to give you like an average class, um, an average class is about $600. So I could earn anywhere from like $300 in an hour. Um, we also have uh, internet orders. I have my own website. So people are able to shop with me 24-7 whenever they like. Uh, and um, we have on-the-go selling, which is what my recruiter did with me with the samples and the facial uh, soap. Um, and that's really great uh, for people who are extremely busy. Uh, they're able to just kind of go service people and and throughout the day, wherever they are. See, Mary Kay is kind of like... Um, butter on an English muffin, it kind of just melts into your life wherever you need it. And I love that. Um, what else? Um, yeah, I know that you were just, um, there was a, a video that you sent me. Um, as I said, we met at the uh, New High Park Chamber of Commerce meeting. Oh, we did. And um, then, um, so we followed the independent contractor rules of follow-up follow up, and we connected with each other. And that's how you build <laughs> any business, which is, one reason why, like, uh, real estate is um, also independent contractors. And right. I think 
so so you sent me an email and it had about eight. We had talked about you being on the show, mm-hmm. and then you sent me the email with the ABC News clip, a video that um, that we'll have posted so people could go see it. Just talking about how the company. Well, tell me what you, the gist of what the video is. Um, there were a number of videos. I believe the one I sent you was about, um, you know, how the company is growing. We, you know, Mary Kay has been in business for 45 years. We have a goal um, for the company to reach $50 billion by the, year, by the time we're in business for 50 years, which you're not seeing too often these days. Um, and also, I'm not sure if the clip addressed um, new consultants when they sign up our promotion that we have going on now that uh, it's usually $100 to sign up for your starter kit but now we're offering the opportunity to receive $100 back oh good Do, does it um, give you a lot of training do they have a lot of training I would Oh, definitely, definitely. No no experience required. Um, our weekly unit meetings are training meetings. We go over the product. We go over um, the advantages of using the products. We also go over selling techniques, um, although we really don't like to call it selling. We're not really selling the product. We're just offering you the opportunity to try the product and give us your opinion of the product. product basically sells itself. Right. Um, I think it's, I mean, uh, similar to, uh, I think you get the business training uh, with any type of uh, a big organization like this so that you understand how to build your database and how to communicate with people, and uh, which is just very important um, these days. And it also gives you, instead of putting you out on your own, uh, you you have your website that's under there, so it helps you. You're not starting from scratch and reinventing the wheel on every step of the process. I think uh, that's what it seemed to me, that it helped you get into the, the current ways of doing business that transfer over to whatever business you're in. Would you say that was uh Oh definitely, accurate? definitely. There are resources for just about everything you'd need in Mary Kay. And um the unit directors are always there for you. And even the company itself, you know, it higher ups if you need if you need help. Um at your unit meeting, so can anyone it's just do you have public events um here on Long Island at all? Oh, the unit meetings are all guest events. I would We'd love to have guests there every single event. Um, we part of the trainings would be, you know, a facial class. So you would take part in a facial or a makeover, or we have bingo night and you know a whole bunch of different things. But just about every every uh, unit meeting, you could bring a guest. Okay, because um, I think that's very important. I think that's part of why we started Welcome to the Neighborhood and Welcome to the Neighborhood NY dot com, which is our website. It's it's very difficult. It's very stressful times, and it's difficult for people to connect up. How do you tell people about something you do while you're doing your business during the day? Um, 
you how do you you know you want to let them know about other things that you do as well and mm-hmm. I, I just think in these times to connect people up is just beneficial to everybody even if it's not maybe maybe this isn't your ultimate um full-time job but it, like I say the training and and you're right about the camaraderie I mean our clickets group uh we enjoy knitting and crocheting but we sit around and people can talk and relax and um sometimes talk about things that they don't want to talk about at home or with people they know really well or you just want someone else's point of view on things and it sounds like that this gives you an opportunity if someone wants to come and needs or has a sales question um or a consulting question um and you get ideas and and it builds so i i think that's what the the aspect that i thought was was very interesting as well um so any closing comments or any how do people get in touch with you you tell us are you on facebook well, I would website. say, oh, I'm everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I would say if you're already using the Mary Kay product and you have a consultant and you have any questions, definitely go back to your consultant and ask them. But if you've never tried Mary Kay before, I would love the opportunity to help anybody else out. I can be reached on um, my business phone, which is 516-509-5014. Um, I'm also on Facebook. Um, but definitely, I would say email would be the best way to get to me as well. And that is my um, ccalandro at com. Okay. And you'll give me that exactly, and we'll post it on the um, uh, summary here on Blog Talk Radio. Um, oh. So that people can just come here and, and they'll be able to, to get in touch with you. Um, let me ask you a little bit about the uh, New High Park Chamber of Commerce. Sure. Um John Gebby is a good friend of mine, and he's been on the show. And so tell me something that um, you think that you've gained from your chamber membership being an independent business person. Well, I have to say the one thing that I absolutely love about this Chamber of Commerce, which is really unique to the New Hyde Park Chamber of Commerce, is the ability that they give you to network, to properly network and get the business cards. Like the table of eight networking that we did when we first met Mildred, mm-hmm. when we had four minutes to talk about ourselves around the table, that was absolutely phenomenal because that gives you that opportunity to, to openly network and um, get business cards, but then also you're able to mingle around afterwards. But this kind of forces you to network. It forced me to network anyways. Um, I, I had my... Um, Jerry from the calendar actually brought me that first night that we met. And, uh, you know, he kind of forced me to network. <laughs> right. Well, it's it's good. And I think it's good to, to, you know, they say you should have your 30-second elevator speech. Well, four minutes, really, it gives you a little bit bigger uh, picture, a time to create a bigger picture, which is, again, um, it's good to have to, like you say, be uh, focus on that and, and mm-hmm. present yourself. And it really is an excellent networking. What they do is John Gebby started this with um, tables. Uh, you know, ta- they break up into tables, and you have four minutes to talk about each business. So then you're already 
um, you've got someone's big picture and you can see how your business can fit with their business. And that's what it is, is really all about as far as building your business. Keller Williams has something. They call it the Mets, and you do eight by eight. So you have eight contacts with um, people that you've met, which is how what we did. So mm -hmm. I sent an email, and then we did some phone calls, and now we're doing the show. So it's eight by eight, um, which is another good business practice. It's uh, not complicated, and it's the same. It's numbers. Sales is numbers. Yeah. And um, so, well, I thank you very much for being on. Um, do you have any uh, events? Uh, you have your Wednesday night event. Somebody could get in touch with you. Oh, definitely. Um, I have um, two unit meetings available to me that I could choose every week. Um, the Tuesday night meeting is in Mount Sinai uh, at 7.30, and the Wednesday night meeting is at 7 o'clock in, um, I, I believe it's uh, Garden City. Okay. Um, give your phone number really quickly. We have one minute. Give your phone number, and then sure. we'll, like I said, one minute. It's 516-509-5014. Okay. Then give you a call and see about going to one of these meetings. Or oh, call definitely. Up and see. Yeah. So, well, I really thank you. Um, one thing I'd like to mention, we have one minute. So uh, the uh, chaplaincy at the racetrack, they're looking for air mattresses. So if anybody has the uh, air mattress um, bed, beds, the air beds, um, they could use them. So if, uh, if you have any, let us know. If any of the people that contact you have any, you'll let us know, um, Christina, if that's okay. Um, you never know. People are cleaning out houses, college. People are coming back from colleges, and they could use these air mattresses. The air beds, is that what you call them? The air beds, you know what I'm talking about? Air mattresses. As a matter of fact, yeah. I got one for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, good, because they could definitely use them. So we appreciate everybody's time. If you have any questions about this, you can email us. We'll update the blog on um, Blog Talk Radio. And we'll also post it on Facebook and a link, a link to the show. So um, thank everybody. Have a good weekend. And thank you very much, Christina, for being on. Oh, thanks, Mildred. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.